This is 10 Minutes or Less, a weekly-ish podcast of the local church. I'm Brent Levy. What does it mean to be the local church? Let's catch up. This is what we've been talking about for a few weeks now. First, we shared about our name, about why this movement in our corner of creation is called the local church. Because who is Jesus if not God made local? And what is the church if not God gone local? That's essentially the first episode in 10 seconds or less. And on the last episode, we started to unpack what that actually looks like. How is it embodied? What does it look like to love where you are, for God to be local in and among us? I named last week the four core values of the local church, four words that describe who we are and who God is calling this new faith community to be here and now. Words that are descriptive of who we are only because they describe the one who we follow, Jesus. Those four words are these, our core values, bold, inclusive, with, and for. Remember that? Bold, inclusive, with, and for. And over the next couple weeks, we're, we're going to continue to unpack each of these words. On the last episode, we talked about the boldness that God calls us to. It is a bold that is subversive and creative, a bold that disrupts the status quo, a bold that has some grit. It's a boldness that is empowered, that is made possible by the Spirit of God working in and through us. If you want more, you can go back and listen to last week's episode. It's all there. But this week, this week, we're talking about that second word, inclusive. There's a pastor named Peter Story. Peter Story is from South Africa, and he's a Methodist pastor, retired now. He was actually the Methodist bishop in South Africa, a pretty big deal. Uh, he was the bishop in the height of the apartheid era, the era of systemic racial segregation and discrimination, of persecution and violence against blacks in South Africa, the hands of the whites in power that lasted nearly half a century. Peter Story has led a remarkable life. He's a good friend of one of my heroes, Archbishop Desmond Tutu. And when the late South African president Nelson Mandela was imprisoned on Robben Island, Bishop Story served as Mandela's prison chaplain. I first heard about Peter Story from a dear friend years ago who studied under him while Bishop Story taught at Duke Divinity School. And my friend relayed a story that Bishop Story told that stuck with her, and, and now it's stuck with me. The story's about a man who meets Jesus, who comes face to face with the Savior of the world and has the opportunity to ask Jesus anything. Now, if you could ask Jesus any question, what would it be? But the question this man picks is, will you come into my heart? The man asks Jesus, invites him into his own heart. Maybe you've done that. Maybe you've heard about others doing that, inviting Jesus into your heart, others inviting him into their own. It's a good thing to let God in, but, but it's Jesus' response in Bishop Story's story that struck me, that's surprising. When the man invites Jesus into his heart, Jesus doesn't say, sounds good, man. He doesn't say, I never thought you'd ask. Here I come. Instead, Jesus' response is, sure, but only if I can bring my friends. Who are these friends of Jesus? In Genesis, the very first book of the collection of books that we call the Bible, there's a story about creation that's less of a blueprint, less of a work of nonfiction, and more a work of poetry and prose that describes 
a relationship, a connection between God and everything else. It's a relationship rooted in love and wonder and delight. And the story goes in chapter 1, verse 26, if you want to follow along, that God created humankind in God's own image and said, yeah, this is good. This is very good. You see, at the very beginning, before we chose sides and allegiances, before we drew lines in the sand and built walls, before we arbitrarily decided that some were less than or belonged out there based on how they looked or who they loved or where they were born. God created them, us, in God's own image and said, this is very good. It reminds me of the story in Acts where a holy sheet appears out of nowhere and falls from the sky onto the roof of a house where a man named Peter is praying up there on the roof. And on this sheet that falls from the sky, there is food that in Peter's tradition would have been considered unclean. Food he couldn't eat because the rules of his faith wouldn't allow it. But Peter hears God say, eat it, Peter. Peter says, no, I can't. You know this. I've never eaten anything unclean. And God says to Peter, what I have called clean, you must not call unclean. And later on in that same story, this same Peter who was being transformed makes a boldly inclusive statement to those who are listening. He says, I am learning that God shows no partiality. The way of Jesus, the way of Jesus, the one who tears down walls in our world and in our hearts, who welcomed the stranger, who hung out with those the world derided, who who challenged the powerful and went to the margins to bring belonging. The way of Jesus is the way of seeing each and every person as created in the image of God. Each and every person as good, each and every person having sacred worth, each and every person as beloved with gifts and graces, benefiting the whole community, the whole world even, period. Full stop. The way of Jesus is to live as he lived and died and lives again with outstretched arms for the whole world. Yeah, even for the one you're thinking of right now, even that guy. Republican or Democrat, cynic or skeptic, Christian or atheist, blue devil or tar heel, old or young, Prius driver, pickup driver, no matter your race, ethnicity, creed, or sexual orientation, to be the church. To be the hands, feet, heart, and voice of Jesus in the world is to say to one another, you are a gift. Your life is a gift. Your story matters. You belong here, and I'm made more whole because of you. I know a little more about the heart of God because of your place in my life. There's a pastor and author named Nadia Boltzweber who wrote about something a friend said to her once. This friend said to her, Nadia, the thing that sucks is that every time we draw a line between us and others, Jesus is always on the other side of it. It's a nice idea, isn't it? But it's much harder to live out. It gets messy. And I don't know about you, but I try and I fail often. Which is why I need you. And why we need each other. More on that next time. In 10 minutes or less. Ten Minutes or Less is the podcast of the local church, a bold, inclusive new faith community committed to being with and for one another, our community and the world. 
You'll find us in bold purple t-shirts all throughout Chatham County, North Carolina, but we're a new expression of Christ United Methodist Church, which is in Chapel Hill. Thanks to the multi-talented Wes Frady for producing our show. This podcast is an experiment and and we'd love your feedback. Your voice matters. We welcome your thoughts, your feedback, your five-star reviews. (laughs) But seriously, we, we really would love to hear from you. If you love what you hear, we'd love for you to share the podcast with some friends or or give us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really does help. Uh, My email address, if you want to get in touch, is in the show notes. And I am always down for a cup of coffee or or if you want to just learn more about what God's up to through the local church. And also, uh, I should let you know that local tables are in full swing. These are our smallish gatherings of friends, family, neighbors, and strangers who will quickly become your friends who share a meal, who take a breath together, who laugh and play and engage in meaningful conversation. They serve together in mission, too. You can learn about the local tables and find the full schedule on our website, which is thelocalchurchpbo.org. We're easy to find on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Good stuff posted there. Just search for The Local Church or Local Church PBO. Friends, thanks for listening and giving time to this thing. It really does mean a lot, and I'm grateful. Until next time. Love where you are.